right, guys, I am super, super excited. I don't know about you, but the last couple weeks ago that we had, I feel like we just broke through something here at Ablaze Youth. I believe that God is about to radically pour out his love on all of us. It cannot just be me that senses that in the room, right? Like God is moving amongst us. He wants to pour out his love and his spirit and his goodness on every single one of us to ultimately glorify him and show him honor, but to help to show he cares and loves and cares. And just, ah, he's just so excited that you are going to be a part of this time. This is something amazing that is happening right before you. And whether you are going to be a part of it or not is up to you. You know, we brought up those two weeks ago, but, but Hebrews 12, 29 is the life verse of a blaze youth. And I felt it really strong in my heart. Like for whatever reason, whatever happened, we, we kind of just like didn't talk about it anymore. But I'm like, you know what? We're going to start talking about it again because our God is an all consuming fire. He wants to consume your life. He wants to be in every facet of your being. He wants to be intimately involved with you. He's a real God, a really good God, and he's your God. But I want to back up and go to Hebrews 12, 28 and run into verse 29. Out of the ESV, it says, therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And thus, let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe for our God is a consuming fire. And I wanna read it out of the message real quick because it just paints it in such a beautiful way that I just really like it. It says, do you see what we've got? An unshakable kingdom. Do you see what we've got? What we, do you see what you have? An unshakable kingdom. And do you see how thankful we must be? Do you see how thankful you should be? Not only thankful, but brimming with worship, deeply reverent before God, for God is not an indifferent bystander. He is actively cleaning house, torching all that needs to burn, and he won't quit until it's all cleansed. God himself is a fire. Guys, Okay, we need to pray real quick. So Father God, I just thank you so much that you are gonna reveal yourself tonight as a true, living, intimate God that wants to consume our lives. I pray that you give us insight and wisdom and encouragement to follow after this message, to follow after this word, to grab a hold of it for ourselves so that way we can be consumed by you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Guys, it says that he is not an indifferent bystander meaning he is not one that just stands by and lets you do whatever you want to do. He will if you want him to, but he is on the by side. He's on the side of the road saying, yo, I'm here for you. I sent my son to die for you. I sent Jesus into this world to give you the abundant life, to give you the truth, the way. You know, if we believe over in John 14, 6, that Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one can access the Father, no one can be consumed by the Father except through him. If we truly believe that, shouldn't it radically 
change the way that we live? Shouldn't it radically change the way that you walk and talk and, and be in this world? Do you believe that? Do you believe that he is the way? Do you believe that he is the truth? Do you believe that he is the life? You see, one thing that, that I, I, I've just like been so about lately is the fact that like the word says that his ways are not like my ways. His thoughts are not like my thoughts. And so if I even want to follow the way, I've got to get rid of my way. If I want to start thinking differently, I got to get rid of my thoughts. I've got to replace my thoughts with his thoughts. Like, like if you want to walk in the way and the truth and the life, then you got to get out of your own way. <laughs> this is real stuff, guys. Like we, we got to see it as an opportunity. Like this moment in time right now, this, this period, this space, like God is coming to you and saying, I'm here. And, and we get this wonderful advantage and this huge blessing. You know, there's a lot of people in a lot of areas in the world that do not have the privilege that we have. In the U.S., yes, it has its problems, but guys, we can come and worship our God freely. And I understand that not, not everyone has that luxury, but right now you do. This isn't something that, that we should take lightly. We should, we should hold to it tightly and like be thankful for it and be brimming with the thankfulness. You know, I, I was trying to figure out like to do an example for you guys. I don't have a cute little example for you because I just feel like it wasn't feasibly possible, but I was thinking about breakfast food. I, I love breakfast food. Now, I wasn't really a big breakfast food fan before I got married, but my wife's all about breakfast. And then I became all about breakfast. Her ways became my ways, you know, whatever. So it's just kind of like she consumed me and then here I am. I like breakfast. So anyway, but I was thinking about how I like waffles. I love waffles and waffles are amazing, but I like all the syrup, like all up on that thing. I want every cup full of syrup and butter and I want it like running over. And I was gonna like, you know, bring a bunch of waffles and let you guys like do your own waffle. And I was gonna judge all of you that only put a little bit and be like, no, you gotta consume that waffle with the syrupy goodness. God wants to be the syrupy goodness for your life. I know that sounds a little bit weird, but he wants to be like all up on you. And so that way you're just like this sticky mess of goodness that when you encounter people, they smell you, they taste you, they see you. And then when they get away from you, like, man, I'm all sticky. Like, what the heck is that? That guy left something with me. Like, come on guys, be a freaking waffle for Jesus, man. Like, like God wants you to be so consumed by him that you leave the atmosphere smelling like him, looking like him because you've been consumed. Woo, guys. <sighs> I don't know how I got so far on the waffle rant. But man, he is good and waffles are good. <laughs> Over in Matthew 16, Verse 24, we'll start there. It says, Jesus told his disciples, this is out of ESV, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world but forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? For the, uh, the son of man is going to come with angels in glory to his father, and he will repay each person according to what he has done. Truly, I say to you, there is no one, there's some standing here who will not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. We've got to, to lay down our own things about the way we think and do our life because we gotta be able to pick up what Jesus has for us. We gotta be able to, to pick up the cross so that way we can live a life that's worth living. A life that's built on his word is the only life worth living. 
but we got to get to the point where we're willing to pick up his word, pick up his goodness, pick up his yoke, pick up the things he has for us and leave our other stuff behind. You know, the scripture says that, that uh, man makes plans, but the Lord, uh, the, the righteous, are, their steps are ordered by God. So if we're too busy thinking about our plans or we're too busy looking at our phones, or we're too busy doing this or doing that, we're thinking about this, but God's trying to give us orders and we're not paying attention. God is trying to, to get to you things. God is trying to deliver you things. God is trying to bring you through things, but we gotta be attentive. And honestly, I didn't really know where we were going to go tonight. Like, I didn't know, like, what, what, what was going to happen here. I didn't know what the message truly was going to be other than the fact that you need to be consumed. You need to be having him at the forefront of your mind. We've got to be active and engaged with the Father. And hopefully it's more than just in this room. Like, this should be something, like, you pick up this cross daily. You pick up this mantle daily. You, you assume your righteous identity daily. You put it on like you put on your shirt. You put it on like you put on your shoes. Before you get up and go out the door, you say, I'm a righteous child of God. And I'm going to be attentive to him. I'm going to be listening for him. I'm going to be consumed by him. Over in Romans 12, 1, out of the ESV, it says, I appeal to you, brothers, by the mercies of God, present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Guys, worship is more than just what just happened in this place. Like worship is your lifestyle. You know, again, with the, with the, the, the sticky syrup, like, like if you want to be sticky, if you want to have something that is on your life, you got to live a life of worship. You got to live a life that's full of consumption. Like don't be come to this world. Don't be consumed by this world. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you can discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable. We got to take every day as an opportunity to renew our mind, an opportunity to be transformed, an opportunity to be consumed by God. Because this is something that we should be doing daily. Like we should be being filled with the Holy Spirit. We need to be constantly renewing our mind, constantly being transformed by him, constantly going to him and saying, God, I need you. God, I, I want your love today. God, I need some correction. Help me here. Show me what to do here. It's a daily, a daily walk. Every day, we, we, we've got we've to do this single day. You know, how many times do you guys eat? Three times a day, typically, more or less. GW probably has like five meals, you know, because he's on like a workout plan or something. You know, I don't know. I don't know what his life looks like, but if your only meal is Wednesday, you're going to be hungry the rest of the week. If your only meal is Wednesday and Sunday, you're going to be really irritable on those other few days of the week. Like, like you guys eat three times a day, so you're not hungry the next day. Like, as people of God, we should constantly be consuming and renewing our mind with the word, constantly be getting into our presence of God, constantly talking to him, constantly communing with him. We need to do more than just Wednesday and Sunday. If you want to stay at the level of consumption that God wants you to be, you've got to constantly go in. Is that the right word, the level of consumption? If, like, if you're consumed, like, if you want to stay on fire, you got to keep getting lit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you got to constantly go to the source of the fire. I feel like I said get lit, and it was like, they don't say that anymore, Cody. Like, don't do that. Like, it's so embarrassing. Like, we don't, we don't get lit anymore. Like, oh, gosh. So I'm sorry if I embarrassed you just now, and I showed my age, but, you know, 
you know how it is. Over in the book of James, chapter one, verse 19 through 27. I know that's a lot, but bear with me, my friends. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. You must be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce righteous produce the righteousness God desires. Get rid of the filth and evil in your lives. Accept the word of God he has planted in your hearts. For it has the power to save your souls. Don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it's like glancing at your face in the mirror. You see yourself walk away and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law, it sets you free. And if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. If you claim to be religious, but don't control your tongue, you're only fooling yourself and your religion is worthless. Pure and genuine religion in the sight of the God Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. Refusing to let the world corrupt you. I love this, this mirror analogy here. It's, it's just, I mean, like when you put on your clothes, like you do your makeup or maybe some of you, like when I even brush my teeth, I'm looking in the mirror. I want to make sure I get every little area. I want to make sure everything's looking all good. Like the word of God is meant to be this mirror to show you where you need adjustments where you need correction. You know, when we're getting consumed by his love and get consumed by the fire, that's a purifying process of us coming to him and going to him. And he's saying, look, you got to shore up here. Hey, you are a little bit angry sometimes. Hey, you are a little bit irritable. Hey, you are lacking some self-control today, guy. Like, look, you've got to be better at loving people. Look, you've got to rely on the spirit more. You need to be consumed by me. You can't just listen to the word. You got to do it. We got to put it into practice. We got, we got to get in there and, and understand that it's good for our lives. Like if you listen to the word, but don't do what the word says, then do you respect God? Do you revere him? Do you really love him? I mean, I mean like when, when my wife asks me to do something, I, I do it. I don't just listen to it. I do it. If I don't do it, that's not good. That's not, that's not going to be a good time for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and when I was your age, if my mom told me to do something, I probably talked back a little bit and that's probably bad. Eventually I did it and things got better and everything was okay. Like, you know, I, I understand sometimes it's hard to do it. Mom and dad say, but when you do it, things go better for you, right? It's an easier time. Like God is, he's not telling you to do things because he wants to control you. He wants to set you free. We don't really have a whole lot of time to go here, but over in John 15, I love this whole passage so much. It's just so poetic and beautiful. And I'll read a little bit, but it says, uh, verse one, I'm the true vine and my father's the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I've spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit, by itself, unless it abides in the vine. I guess I am going to read all of it. Neither can you, unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, it is he that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers. The branches are gathered and thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. 
By this, the Father is glorified. You bear much fruit, and so so you prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. I love that he says all these things about, you know, the branches need to be pruned and the branches need to have worked on them. And he's like the vine dresser and he's like this gardener and he's like, you know, tending to these leaves and tending to these plants. And he's making sure that they have potential to grow. He's getting rid of the things that don't need to be there that are preventing them from being fruitful. And a little further down, he says, you're already clean. So it's not like he's pruning you because you're ugly. He's not pruning you because you're inherently bad per se he, he's not pruning he's pruning you because he loves you and he cares for you and he wants you to grow he's saying look you've got to work on some things hey we need to to figure some stuff out together so that way you can be fruitful and this word abide means to come close and to to be to be in a committed relationship to to remain with one another to almost be consumed by one another God wants to be in this relationship with you to where you're just smitten for the attention of one another. That you're constantly wanting to be in his presence, that you're constantly wanting to be with him so that way your joy can be made full. If you want true joy, if you want true peace, if you want true happiness, if you want to be truly effective in this world, you got to be consumed by him. You got to be all about his business. So my challenge to you this week, tonight, is look at your life. Look, Look at your current situation and ask yourself, honestly, say like, am I consumed by him? Am I, am I about it? Am I about this? Do I want this? Do I want him in my life? Do I, do I want to be on fire for him? Do I want this fire? And I believe and hope that most of you do. And if you do, I, I hope and pray you will make adjustments to do so and start the pruning process. Going to the vine dresser. Going to God with reverent worship and respect. I, I want to read that verse one more time. Hebrews 12, 28. I'll do it out of the message again. It says, do you see what we've got? Do you see what's been made available to you? An unshakable kingdom. Do you see how thankful that we must be? Not only thankful, but brimming with worship. Deeply reverent before God. God is not an indifferent bystander. He's actively cleaning house, torching all that needs to burn. And he won't quit until it's all cleansed. God himself is a fire. God will not quit on you. God refuses to quit on you. That's why every single week we come here and we talk to you about God because he refuses to quit on you. But I believe that if you want to truly access the unshakable kingdom, 
truly access the life, truly access his way, his truth, his life, truly access the plans he's been made available. You've got to get to a place where you understand and respect and, and admire him and honor him as the source and the God of your life. He is a real God, an active, intimate, present God for you. Do you want him? Do you want him? He wants to be yours. All of this, all that he has, is freely available for you if you want it. So I challenge you, take it. <laughs> Put him to the test. Be consumed by him. Get all that he has for you, and your life will never be the same. Amen. If you guys will bow your heads, I want to pray for you real fast. Father God, I just thank you for every single person in this room tonight. I thank you for what you're doing in this place, Lord. I thank you for this shift that's happening here at Ablaze Youth, God. And I'm so excited that every single one gets to be a part of it, Lord. And I thank you that you're challenging us that you're prodding us and you're getting us excited for what's to come and you're helping us understand that maybe we've got to make some adjustments so that we can fully experience what you're going to do in this place. God, I pray that every single person in this room gets out of their way so they can get in your way. Help give us the courage to to put our stuff aside so that we can pick up what you have for our life. Help give us the courage to, to stop thinking about our stuff and start thinking about yours. Knowing that when we do what you ask us to do, when we seek first your kingdom, when we seek first you in our life, you take care of all the rest. We thank you for this unshakable kingdom, Lord. We thank you for your goodness. I pray that every single person in this room tonight, they, they feel your love, they feel your presence, they feel your spirit. And I pray that all of us get consumed by you. 